Buonasera a tutti, sono Simone Vagnozzi e state ascoltando il Functional Tennis Podcast. Welcome to episode 38 of the Functional Tennis Podcast. I'm Fabio Molle, your host. This week we speak to Simone Vagnozzi. Simone was a former player. He got to about 160 in the world. He retired just when he hit his 30s and he's been coaching ever since. He's worked with Marco Cecconato when he got to the semis of Roland Garros, beating Djokovic along the way. He currently works with top 100 Italian Stefano Travaglia. He tells us all about that, his experiences, why he wants to coach, his new academy and also gives advice for coaches and players. It's a great episode. Before we get started, a big shout out to our podcast sponsors, Head. And also with the current situation of the coronavirus and the unknown for players, whether tournaments will go ahead or not, it must mean they've plenty of spare time. So if you have any suggestions for players or coaches who we should speak to on Functional Tennis, please send us a message on Functional Tennis Instagram account, or you can email me at ace at functionaltennis.com. Okay, let's talk to Simone. Hi, Simone. Welcome to the Functional Tennis Podcast. Great to have you on the show. I've been following some of your work through your Instagram account, uh, SV Tennis, which has been great. You put up a lot of great videos with your player, Stefano Travaglia, and yet great insight. So good work on the videos. Thank you. Thank you very much. How long have you been working with Stefano? Yeah, now it's, uh, it's almost two years that we start together. When we start together, he was under 40 in the war. Right now he's 80 and he was also 74. So the, um, it's good work, yes. It's going well. The ranking's going in the right direction. That's great. There's so many Italian players now, like of all ages, doing really well. What makes Italian tennis players so special today? Yeah, you know, when uh, when one player is start to play well, the other players start to believe more. They are trying more. And I think it's uh, also um, it's really important that in, in the Italian in Italy in the last uh, ten years there is a lot of challenger, a lot of future. So the young player can play a lot of tournament and, and don't travel too much. So it, that's really important. That makes a huge difference, does it? Just having tournaments on your doorstep and the costs are pretty low. Yeah, yeah, this, that's important. You know, when um, a young player. I have to travel a lot. There is a lot of expenses, so it's uh, it's good to have a lot of tournaments. You can go uh, by car a lot of times, so it's uh, it's good. It's really good to have a lot of tournaments uh, in our country. And are most of them clay court? Yes, most of it's on on clay court, but there is also on our court there is a few challenger. I think. Uh, uh, five, six challenger on uh, our court and um, I think also around 10 future. So it's um, it's okay. Okay. And tell me, you used to be about 160 in the world. You're quite young still now. You're uh, 36 for my research. Am I correct? Yeah, yeah. So you're a young coach. How many years you've been coaching? Yeah, now this one is the fifth year that I start. I start with Marco Cecchinato. I, I coach him for three years. We had uh, a lot of good results. Uh, he was 16 in the world with me. Uh, he reached the um, 
semi-final in Paris in Roland Garros and uh, and uh, he won three ATP so it was good work together great and just cutting back before you start working with him so we just mentioned briefly Italian tennis is doing so well but apart from all the challenges that are on in Italy every week every two weeks there's a futures on all the time what else has changed in the Italian structure from the time when you played to now I feel like um, uh, I was coaching Marco when he, when he reached the semifinal in Paris, and I think this one was um, the start of other player. They start to believe because Marco was was not so young, was twenty five at this time, and he was one player that he was trying a lot to get on the top hundred, so playing a lot of challenger, and uh, so the other players start to believe that they also can make this result. And another thing I think it's that a lot of ex-player they start to coach. Before when I was playing, uh, when I was playing, uh, the ex-player was just making a club coach, you know, make private lesson mm. and uh, just this work. And now a lot of player, other player like I don't know Flavio Cipolla, uh, Francesco Aldi. There is uh, Vincenzo Santopadre, that is the coach of Matteo Berrettini. They are making, uh, they are making professional coach, and this one uh, I think the change a lot for the player. The money must be better in coaching then. That's what that means. <laughs> for sure, with the price money, the price money is getting uh, much and much so that the player for sure can make more investment on his staff. You mentioned earlier before we started to call, you're from the Adriatic side of the coast in Italy. Do you remember Pesco Solido? Yes, Stefano, yes. He was from the side where my family is from, the Frosinone side. Yeah, it's close to Rome, yes. Yeah, does he still play? Does he? Sorry, you know he doesn't play. Does he still coach? What's he up to? He's a coach of uh, Italian Tennis Federation. I think it's the um, responsibility of under 16 in Italy. So it's travel sometime with a young player. They're in good hands. And tell me, do you think it's much more beneficial that these top players are coached by guys who have been there, been at the top level of the game? How much of a difference does that make compared to somebody who, you know, they may be just a great coach, but they never did so well in tennis, like they were a top 800 player? There is a percentage, no? You can, I think on 100 good ex player, maybe you have 80 that are good coach and maybe on uh, under that was not a player maybe you have just 20 that okay. can, be a, can be a good coach for sure if he was a good player you know the way to go there but this one doesn't mean that you are for sure a good coach okay yeah I, I understand it's a, it's a bit like the 80-20 rule where yeah okay so you've worked with these top players what makes them different to the average player for sure for something are more easy to work with this player because you maybe you tell them something that they are making uh, easily some change or something but the difference is i think you work more on on details than with the average player you have to work more on the um, a, a lot of things with a good player, with a professional player, you, you work a lot of details, so it's a little bit more different. Okay, but I understand that, but what else makes the difference into somebody breaking the top 100? Is there anything that stands out for you? Is there two or three things you say, this is why they do it, or it's just a combination of a lot of things? No, I think it's a combination. It's, uh, I think right now there is a lot of players that can eat very good strokes 
I think the stock is not so much different between one guy that is 200 and one guy that is 70 or 60 in the world. I think the difference of how many matches you play, you know, on this level, one guy that is 200 maybe play just a few matches really solid on uh, in one year and the guy that is six in the world can play more matches solid in one year this one is more different maybe mentally is a lot of difference but like stroke are not so different between one guy that is 60 and 200 okay so we get the, the strokes are all good let's say they're evenly matched but you're saying it comes down to being solid at the right times yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. Being mentally better? Yeah, mentally better. It's. Uh, I think uh, this one changed a lot. This one changed a lot. And also, they're better decision makers. Uh, for sure, maybe they know better what to do in the K moment of the match. Does that come from experience or you just have that? No, I think they, uh, with experience, for sure, with experience, with a lot of work, because also you have to learn which one is uh, the best way to make the point. And so every player is different. So maybe one player have to do seven volley in some K moment. One player have to be just solid on this uh, moment, just keep the cross court. So it's uh, this one. And I think with a lot of match, with a good staff, with a good coach, with a good strategy, you can learn, you can learn and after you can improve. Yeah, you got to be willing to learn and improve and put in the practice. Yeah. Tell me, so Stefano is a top 70, 75 in the world now. What's his team like? He travels with you? Right now, we are, uh, with the team, we have just uh, me and a physical coach. And uh, right now, we have um, we start to travel sometimes with a physio. And uh, we have one, my brother, that helps us with the social, uh, with, uh, with everything uh, about sponsor and everything. Okay, so yeah, he's the, team is, the team has grown. Yeah. One question for you. What's on a weekly basis, if you could have one with you every week, what's more important, the trainer or the physio? It's difficult to say what is uh, more important, but um, it depends also which player you have. Maybe you have one player that is already 35, maybe it's more important the the physio. Oh, yeah. (laughs) If it's one uh, young player, maybe it's more important uh, the trainer. Every situation is different. But the the best is to have both. Yeah, sure. true. Best worst case scenario: you have a physical trainer who is a physio. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Keep him busy. So when you you, you retired in your early thirties, did you know you want to be a coach? I grew up with this uh, <laughs> with this. I, I don't know in English to say the word right word, but um, when I was player already, I was thinking to do the coach when I dream stopped to play. Yeah, yeah, great. And did you have to get any coaching qualifications? Did you have to get ATP tour coaching qualifications or Italian Federation coaching? Yeah, I mixed one exam with the Italian Federation. Was one was three weeks of uh, learning and test, and I have also the ATP qualifying. So I'm also ATP coach right now. That's really good. It's important. It's important to have them things. 
At Functional Tennis, we are all about helping your tennis game get 1% better every day. That's why our match and practice journals are a great tool to have in your gear bag. The Functional Tennis match and practice journals help you plan and evaluate your matches and practice sessions. It includes goal setting, quotes, pressure tests and more. It's used by players of all ages and levels and it's a great way to get away from your phone and focus in on your game. To learn more, visit functionaltennis.com. What's been your best moment as a coach so far on the tour? I think when I was coaching with Marco Cecchinato when he reached the semi-final in French Open was the best moment, for sure. Was it better than your moment as a player? For sure, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. reached the semi-final and beat uh, Djokovic on, on quarter-final was, uh, was a lot of emotion, yes. I'd say the whole journey from the early rounds all the way it must have been just amazing being part of the team and you know every day waking up and you know it could be your last day every day. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and, yeah, and uh, when you are outside of the court, it's a lot of difference. So the the emotion is totally different from the inside. You know, when you are on the court, it's you have more the. <laughs> control yes when you are out it's it's a little bit different right no that was a good result that was a it was a great result and does media attention change for you i know we talk about for players media attention changes after they get these incredible runs for you did anything change yeah for sure change also for me because uh, after if you speak with some player you have a different position you know if you are a coach that uh, reach some some result for sure help you with uh, talk to to the player you have more um, respect yeah 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 great yeah, for sure no I, they definitely help those credentials yeah credential i think yeah so tell me so move moving on you've sort of i, I said i've been following your instagram account uh, the sv tennis team uh, for those who want to check it out and stay updated with with your traveling and your sessions which are great and you trained a while ago with Federer yeah we we trained one day uh, one day with Federer in uh, in Australia and uh, we trained a few times with uh, with Medvedev so it was a good experience for Stefano there and also for me and for you what did you learn from that session uh, but uh, yes, with with Feder was was really a small section because the next day he was playing match, so it was just thirty minutes of um, practice. And uh, but with Medvedev was uh, was one hour practicing. They was trying some strategy to the next day. So you you always learn from the other coach, from the from also the other player something. And can you tell us what you learned that day? Uh, with Medvedev, uh, I, I learned that um, also if they are really, really, really good player, they are um, making uh, everything to be ready for the next day. Everything. Do you have a video up where he's hitting Medvedev, is slapping backhands cross court? Uh, yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's a good video. That's, that's a really. It, it, they're coming in hard, fast, and low. Yeah, yeah. You don't only work with the world's top players. You also work with one of Italy's number one under 14 junior a player called Andrea Meduri. Tell me, what's it like to work with really promising kids? It's totally different because with the kids, you start to build something in a few years. You know, with a professional player, you think about today and tomorrow. 
and uh, with the kids, you think about uh, four years. Four years. So it's to- yeah, yeah, it's to- yeah. It's fourteen years old right now. So we are trying to build uh, a player that is ready when he's eighteen, when he's nineteen. Okay. To play to play his game. Are you just building this game style? This is the way you want to see this kid play when he's 18, 19. These are the tools he needs and that's what you're building. Yes, yes, yes. I'm trying, you know, you see all the players have to be a really good serve, have to be a really good uh, foreign to make the point with the foreign. I'm working with him to make this um, type of game, yes. Build the weapons. Yeah, yeah. And when... Do you think he'll start playing futures? The kids? Yeah. Andrea? I think I, I want that to make um, a lot of experience. So I think already this year he, he start to play some uh, qualis. And uh, maybe, you know, you go two weeks. Uh, you Also, if you lose, you stay there. You practice with the guy of, uh, of future. Uh, so you can learn of the, uh, also from, from the player. And uh, you stay there two weeks and... Also, if you don't win, match is not important. It's just uh, it's important if you make a good experience. Great. So are you the opinion there won't be many junior tournaments? It'll be straight to futures. That's where we're going to learn the most. And that's where you got to be. Uh, I think I think we are, we are making a um, mix. We are making mix some uh, ITF under 18 some uh, uh, quality future and I want to take him also with uh, with Stefano sometime uh, maybe to come in some ATP tournament maybe to have the chance to practice with uh, some really good player and stay there watch them uh, practicing watch them playing some match from live oh great that's it's a good good mix there and what makes Andrea different to some other juniors in Italy who aren't quite as good well, right now he's still young, so it, I like his mentally, I, because he's really nice guy, and uh, he he likes to practice, he likes to stay on the court. Uh, so for me, this one is was really important. And uh, but but you know you um, you don't watch the other young player a lot. I just want to make a good job with him to build something from young. It's more easy, I think. If you have one player under 14, it's more easy to build something good. When you start with player that it's already maybe 20, 21, it's, it's different uh, to change something, you know? You can make the job, but it's different to change completely. Yeah, it's harder. It's harder. Everything is deep set in memory and it's hard to pull it out. So you're setting up a new academy in San Benedetto del Tronto. Tronto, yeah. Which is a seaside resort on the Adriatic coast. Yes. It looks beautiful out there and isn't too far away from actually where we are, as I was saying. But what sort of academy are you setting up there? Yeah, we just started with this academy. Uh, we want to build one academy with not so many players, just uh, about 15, 20 players. And uh, we like to work with a young player and uh, to take them close to Stefano and some other good player, professional players, so they can grow up close to them. And right now we have Andrea, we have one, one girl, 2003, that is playing, uh, is playing okay. Uh, okay. Uh, we have other players that are 18, 19, 20. So they are um, growing up close to Stefano and uh, and I hope they are 
they are making an always better job. Will you be on the road a bit less once the academy gets going? I travel a lot with Stefano, but I have a good staff in the academy that when I'm uh, when, when I'm uh, with Stefano in, uh, in the tournament, I have a, I can watch video, I can speak with the with the staff and make all the program and everything. So it's uh, I'm in good uh, hands when I'm out from the from the academy. Yeah, you have a good team. It's all about a good team. That sounds exciting. Maybe I'll see now in the summer if I'm over there, I'll take a, a small drive over and check out the academy, make sure everything's going to plan. Well, look, I just have a couple more questions. One of them was your best moment as a coach, but you told me what that was already. It doesn't get much better than semifinals at Roland Garros taking down Djokovic. What advice do you have, Simone, for young players out there? If you can give one bit of advice that would help them, what would it be? Uh, oh, so it's uh, to believe, to believe in them, to work a lot and believe, believe on his uh, job, believe on his on his team, on his coach. This one is really important and to don't have hurry to reach easy victory, you know, but uh, to work uh, hard, hard and uh, to don't have not have a hurry. Great, yeah. Trust the process, as they all say. Yeah, 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 yeah. And tell me, what about advice for coaches? Too many times we hear advice for players. What about coaches, if a coach is working with some pro players? What have you learned that's really important that would help another coach? Uh, I think to speak a lot with the player. The job of the coach is not just inside the court, but it's a lot of outside the court. Speaking a lot with them uh, and um, I don't know in um, in English the the words but what's it in Italian like uh, fargli vedere le cose importanti anche fuori dal campo yeah just just show them important things that that aren't important yeah, outside yeah. things it's not all about the tennis court there's other important things yeah yeah Okay, well, that's that's good advice. But no, communication is definitely... I think no matter when you're a tennis court, it's your family life or you run the business. Communication, I think, is the single most important thing out there. Yeah, yeah, it's really important. Okay, Simone, I appreciate your time. I hope you enjoy a few days off while the Dave, guys are at Davis Cup. And yeah, grazie mille. Prego, prego, è stato un piacere. Grazie a voi. Hope you enjoyed that chat with Simone. He's an interesting character and he's done a lot in the six or seven years that he's been coaching. So we wish him all the best with Stefano Travaglia and his other juniors that he's working with. As I've mentioned before, if you're new to the podcast, hello. If you know anybody maybe interested in the podcast, please share the podcast with them. It would mean a lot to me. And as I said, also, if you know of any players or coaches that you'd like me to speak to, please send us a message on our Instagram account at Functional Tennis or you can send me an email at ace at functionaltennis.com. Other than that, I hope you manage to get out there and play some tennis and I'll be back next week. Goodbye.